1: five, The Game And welcome in to the Garnet Trust Hour here on 1075 The Game Tyler Head, Chris Clark and West Mitchell along with you this morning today's special guest the Gamecocks Football Team carry on. Joiner and I was talking about with this with Kendall in the last segment. I don't even know what to what position to categorize you as cuz you've played so many in your time as a game as co- as a, a gamecock, we'll just kind of call you a jack of all trades, I guess. I, I currently you're a running back, but you've literally done everything in your time here, right? I guess
2: jack of all trades uh, <laughs> definitely is a is a category for it. But I just consider myself an athlete, man.
0: So Shane Beamer, when the news first came out about you playing some running back, he said in a press conference that you're still a receiver. But have you officially now? Would you officially say your transition to running back? I mean, you, you took like every snap there,
2: in the yeah, spring. <laughs> all your snaps. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I, I I wouldn't really say that because I'll still be able to uh, play in the slot and stuff like that, and give a bunch of different looks. Yeah. Um, but I did spend most of my time at running back during the spring. I uh, just kind of get get my feet with get my feet wet with it. Um, being able to get comfortable by the position, but I, I don't think I'm considered a full time running back just yet.
0: Yeah, I mean you're still. If, if this means anything, you're still listed as a wide receiver on your Cox <laughs> online
2: okay. bio. That's cool. I don't think that. it means a lot. <laughs> that's cool. But yeah. We
0: still we don't have a position for it to carry on. We don't. We definitely don't have a depth chart still or anything like that.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna just tell him to change it to athlete. Put athlete on on the website. I think I think yeah. that's the best. If it's Steve thinks th- listening, put put you, you know
0: it.
1: football player. You're just a football <laughs> player. Football player. I, I think that's go. even better. That'll work.
3: I was gonna say we just put DK like instead of WR. Yeah, let's yeah. just put DK like. Or that you're your own guy, <laughs> own position. I'll um, take it. <laughs> I, I do like how Coach Beamer he completely slow played this move to like when, when we first got in there. He's like, oh, I mean, you know, he's gonna take some snaps at running back. We're sitting there like, okay, he's with the running backs every practice <laughs> we get to. As he should though. That's what the head coach <laughs> is supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> completely slow played it, but what what is the difference, man, between running? the football as a quarterback and i mean like literally like take us in your helmet you're getting the ball directly snapped to you at running back Mm -hmm. and then watching the play developed versus like taking that hand off keeping your eyes downfield letting a play develop in front of you is there a difference is there an adjustment from kind of doing it from one spot versus the other um a little bit um but not much because
2: i mean i'm i'm kind of used to running in between the tackles yes taking you know taking a snap from uh the center and stuff right, quarterback is a little different um mm-hmm. but i mean I run, it kind of feels natural man it really wasn't uh, a difficult transition for me uh, i wouldn't say during the spring so i kind of picked it up kind of quick i think because of my history of being able to run between the tackles as a quarterback um so it hasn't been much you no know, much really of a difference yes i got to slow down a little bit more um Kind of dissect the you know the front and stuff like that a little more kind of pre snap. Um, But it's been a pretty smooth uh, transition. Has it been fun? Oh hell yeah, yeah! It's definitely been super exciting for me, man. Um, it it allows me to play a little faster. Um, it allows me kind of just to you know mentally, uh, like I said, just mentally play faster, man. And that's kind of what I want. Did did you surprise yourself a little bit even
0: as? Like just how easily you made that transition, how yeah, natural you no, a
2: thousand percent, really. Um, because, yeah, I, I don't know why. Uh, you know, just kind of being a guy, um, I, I've done a lot of different things, uh, but just kind of making that change. And I was very, very nervous about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know how how it was going to pan out. But after the, f- really after the first day, uh, whenever I kind of started uh, seeing a little, not seeing a lot, kind of slowing my mind down a little bit, I was able to kind of play even faster and. I think I transitioned pretty smooth, so I definitely surprised myself. I always like, honestly, when guys say that
0: they're nervous. I think Josh Van told us that, like, anybody who says they're not nervous, like, before a game is lying. I mean, yeah. like, everybody <laughs> has nerves. Like, even you guys have nerves. But was there a moment in practice or, like, maybe something you did, whether it was picking up a, a block, whether it was a run you made where you were like, I think I can do this, like,
2: more, yeah, even nah, more yeah, than you definitely. thought. Um, day two. Day two of spring ball, just my, I think just from my jump from day one to day two, man. If you, uh, me just watching tape all the time, just seeing how, um, instead of looking at whole picture, like I, I say, because Coach uh, Coach Hardesty says it, I uh, say see a little, see a lot, you know, see a lot, see a little. So being able to kind of just to be more detailed, man, from day one to day two, and just being able to see my explosiveness on tape um, from the running back position, are uh, really really surprised me.
1: Do you like? Being versatile, kind of being the Swiss Army knife, and you've obviously been in South Carolina for a while now. Or would you have maybe preferred to have spent your entire career at one position? <laughs> um, I definitely would have preferred to uh, stay
2: at one position, um, just so you know my development would have been more efficient. I think uh, at a specific position, but you know everything happens for a reason. Um, I'm just kind of you know paving the way for other guys coming behind me. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I guess it is what it is. I've kind of accepted it at this point. Um, but now I'm I'm full I'm I'm full on with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm grateful for I'm grateful to be the social Army knife. Um, because that that not that does nothing but, you know, help me in the future, you know, put a lot on my resume uh for NFL coders and stuff like that to see. You were obviously
0: recruited as a quarterback and that's where you started and probably still gonna do some of those things even this year, but now that you've been at running back, given what you just said, is there a part of you
2: that's like, man, if
0: I was recruited as a running back out of high school, like where could I be right now in yeah, development?
2: Percent. Yeah, a, a thousand percent. Especially seeing how, you know, I've kind of transitioned in 15 practices, man. Um, I thought I, I told uh, my brother Ernest Jones who plays for the Rams, I said, man, I kind of wish I'd been made this transition <laughs> first thing after quarterback. But, you know, everything happens for a reason, man. I'm,
3: I'm grateful to be in the spot. I, I want to go back to, like, The actual sort of logistics mechanics of running the football at running back again how much of it is sort of um, actually like kind of see hole hit hole versus reading blockers and trying to sort of maybe even start to look to the next level. like how much of it is more like instincts versus this is what coach Hardesty has told me in the film room to to look out for I guess you
2: know it's crazy because the the first day (laughs) I was kind of just like going off of instincts Uh and you know, day two, I kind of slowed my mind down and realized what he was teaching me and what he was telling me. And then going back to that, um, reading fronts and stuff like that, kind of reading three techniques and, and, you know, kind of the scheme of things. Whenever I got to really listening to what he was coaching, that that's when I made my jump. And mm-hmm. I immediately started playing faster. Um, whenever I can read the defense and then read first and then react. Let my instincts take over. That's kind of what he says. And when, once I took that in, um, I was able to play a lot faster, man. What's your... Do you have a favorite run play now? Yeah. Uh, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say it on air, though, because everybody else is probably like, oh, that's what they're going to do the most on the there But I, do, I <laughs> okay, definitely, okay, I definitely but have got a one. favorite. But oh, you yeah. do have one. Oh, yeah, okay. for sure. I think the coaches know one of my favorite runs, too. Um, yeah. So. Okay. I got you. That's
3: cool, man. Got, so Got to stay fair. You know what I'm saying? Got to keep oh, it. Oh, yeah, clean. yeah, no, I think don't, I don't I don't We're all in d- this together. You should have just <laughs> gave us the wrong... Favorite yeah, play that, some yeah. chess there. Okay. Give us the yeah. opposite play. Um, what, what is it like? I know Coach Hardesty's like high energy guy. Um, you're learning from a guy who I don't know if he's throwing his tape on, but he was pretty good at Tennessee back in the day. That's what I heard. Yeah, <laughs> not watched him. No, I watched the tape. Yet. Watch the tape yet. <laughs> that spin, he had that spin move. Yeah, he's got a little spin nah, nah, move. I did see the spin move, yeah. <laughs> I think it was against carolina he probably was yeah. yeah he sent he sent that in a group chat and that was that was smooth <laughs> what what did y'all
1: respond did, did y'all answer yeah what? i was like you actually look like an athlete okay. <laughs> so that kind of surprised <laughs> me a little bit you ever you ever you ever challenge him to put the pads and the helmet back on and get out there with you guys no nah, i think you know, he know he's too old for that man <laughs> that's why he stopped playing early he, he is in
3: pretty good shape though no like, you want to give him a little credit. Yeah, he looks like, like he would still like go. It. Yeah, I mean, at least he looks like. It. I mean, I guess we would never know. About it. <laughs> but uh, in all seriousness, uh, learning from a guy now who did play it in the SEC level, played that position, um, that's got to be somewhat helpful. That he has been literally in your shoes, kind of. Yeah. yeah, not for sure. I'm um, just
2: kind of even just being in that room for, for a little bit. i um, just being able to um, just learn from a guy who, who's very detailed. He's very, very detailed, and and I, I learned too, kind of from day one to day two. That he, I mean, he knows what he's talking about. If you just listen to him, mm-hmm. it, it, it'll all work out for you. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of different for me, man, coming from a different room. Um, but, you know, I really embrace his coaching style, man. Very, Like you said, high energy but very detailed. All right, so another geeky
0: question about, like, quarterback runs versus running back runs. So zone, zone read plays. Yeah. Um, You don't have to say because you wouldn't say earlier, but I assume you all have zone read plays in the, in the playbook now. We're just going to presume that. More difficult zone read as a quarterback making that decision or as a running back
2: uh, i guess uh definitely as a quarterback because i guess as a runner back you don't really uh you know you're not the decision maker you know what i'm like, saying yeah. so like <laughs> it's kind of really definitely quarterback man because you got you, you really got to read that especially playing versus guy like nolan smith fast and stuff like that so that's definitely difficult as a running back man you just you just slow play it and until you give you that ball then you roll it.
3: i felt like um down the stretch last year the offense, but not just the offense, I felt like you personally, outside yeah. looking in, um, I think maybe you got completely yeah. healthy at that oh, yeah. point, but yeah. um, did did you feel like your game and, and just your comfort level and your health too, obviously, kind of just went to another level, maybe those final, I don't know, four or five games of yeah, last season? For sure. I was kind of talking to him about it. I was saying like, you know, uh, I wasn't
2: healthy. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just kind of the, the, that's that's the guys on the truth to it, but um, definitely that last freshman. I was able to, you know, not even be completely healthy, but get myself to a point to where, I, where I was rehabbing every single day, kind of taking care of my body more to get myself able to play, you know what I'm saying, play and play faster. And I was telling Chris earlier, I was like, that Vanderbilt game, that, mm-hmm. that's whenever I started, you know, getting my feet back, being able to play um, and kind of get back to myself. And after that Vanderbilt game and on and on from there, I was, I was able to roll man, and play like myself. And when we were talking about that off air, like, I didn't realize
0: that you still in the spring were. I mean, it's fair to say probably not a hundred percent even yeah, in the spring. <laughs> so, but Wes and I talked about this last year. Not even the Vandy game, the Florida game, where you had the uh, the touchdown yeah, on special yeah. teams. Yeah. That was I felt like that was the most explosive that you looked yeah, like sure. so far that season, but. You even carried some of that health into spring. So what you're
2: saying is you're even better now than you were, like, even this spring. Oh, yeah. Like I, like I was telling someone earlier, if if you know, you know. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Now, I mean, if you know what I had had to go through this spring and you know how I am now, uh, I'm I'm 100% healthy now. Uh, and I, as I was telling Chris earlier, too, I was like, man, I kind of forgot how it feels to be healthy. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to my trainer. Shout out to, you know, everyone that take, take, take care of us. Um, I'm, I'm back feeling like myself, man, and I pray God continues to keep me healthy because
1: whew, I forgot how I felt, man. <laughs> All right, we'll keep the conversation going with DeCarry on Joiner on today's edition of the Garnet Trust Hour on the other side here on 107.5 The Game. It's the Garnet Trust Hour on your home of the game, 107.5 The Game. Even better than I was the last time, baby. We'll be back. And welcome back into the Garnet Trust Hour here on 107.5 The Game. It's here, Chris Clark and Wes Mitchell along with you. Today's guest is On Joyner from the Gamecocks football team talking about you playing the running back position so far this spring. And, and the reason you removed there was the lack of the depth that uh, that room had, and we've heard from Coach Hardesty a couple of weeks ago in one of his media availabilities just completely downplaying the fact that it's a lap uh, the, the lack of depth, saying that every running back room deals with this uh, across all landscapes of college football. In that room, is there a presence felt of maybe not having as many guys in that position group as, as some of the others, or is it something that's just not really an issue? Yeah, no, not at all. I
2: mean The, the guys that's in that room, I think we're, we're very confident in the guys in that room. Um, I don't don't think we look at it as a a lack of depth purposes either. Um, I think, you know, we all think of each other as high-caliber guys, too. Um, Not even from a competition, but even a depth standpoint. We feel like we got enough guys um, to go compete. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, guys in the room, me, Mario Anderson, uh, Juju, um, Bradley Dunn, you know, all those guys, man, we we feel pretty confident in the room.
3: Was there any um, weirdness or awkwardness entering a new room at the very beginning? Or the fact that, you know, you've been, not Mario Anderson, obviously, he just got here. But, like, Juju, you've been around him uh, a ton. Some of those other guys, uh, you know, I'm sure, like, you're pretty well-known within the team itself. But was there any weirdness, like, looking around be being like, all right, I'm 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 in a different place now?
2: <laughs> yeah, nah for sure. <laughs> I kind of felt some weirdness. Um, but the good thing is, what I'm grateful for is those guys are very, were, were very accepting me pretty well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was definitely a, a smooth transition, being able to come into the room and kind of gel with the guys. Um, it was kinda funny too though, because like uh I knew Mario Anderson, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I kinda I helped recruit him to get here too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I was recruiting him from a wide receiver standpoint. Um, but now like we're kinda in the same room. So it was kinda weird at first. Um, but it's all good though, man. It's all love. You think Coach Step misses you? A thousand percent. <laughs> a thousand percent, no doubt. Th- does he text you and say all the time? Come on, come back <laughs> every 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 day. We got he'd be like, damn, I miss my guy, man. I miss my guy, so yeah, all the time.
3: So uh, since you recruited Mario Anderson, he's from you know Low Country yeah, as well. Finally, yeah. What what have you seen from him? What did you see from him this spring coming in? I mean, even before the spring, I kind of knew what kind of player he was. Like very mm-hmm. very
2: explosive, very powerful runner, um, and everything. You know, he put on tape and showed he he brought to us. You know, what I'm saying in the running back room and this spring he he showcased that um, he was able to display that every single day so I'm excited to continue to see him progress especially where he kind of picked up the plays and stuff like that he's progressed very very well every single day so I'm excited to see him go forward so
0: am I mistaken that you said one of the guys that you had watched a lot especially after you moved to running back wasn't Bijan Robinson one of them oh, yeah, from Texas yeah. Oh, yeah so super high draft pick oh, just yeah. now you don't see that a lot nowadays uh, one of the questions that we have from the insiders forum on GamecockCentral.com dot com is: Number one, is there anybody you model after from college or the pros? So tell us about that, and then how would you describe your own running style?
2: Yeah, um, I think first and foremost, uh, kind of growing up, uh, Reggie Bush. I was I was a Reggie Bush fan. I was a Danny and fan since day one. Um, I I love their style of play. Um, I kind of. I also like Alvin Kamara, for sure, because his versatility, man. He, he, he's very versatile. He kind of ran inside the tackles, outside the tackles, and run routes. Uh, Bijan Robinson, a jack of all trades. He does everything. Um, he, he's a guy that I like as well. Um, but, uh, you know, I was talking to Mario Anderson about this, who kind of describing my style of play. Um, it's like I want to kind of be like those guys. I kind of got some of those, you know, tactics. But um, Josh Jacobs, I think that's, that's a lot mm-hmm. of people kind of don't say that. Josh Jacobs or like Jonathan Taylor. Um, you know, because those guys kind of got uh, got some power behind them, but definitely got some elusiveness too. Um, so kind of the Josh Jacobs kind of um, kind of feel Jonathan Taylor kind of that. I'll yeah. tell you
0: what, if you put all those guys in a pot mixed up, <laughs> if you can be like that, you'd be doing <laughs> you all right, did, right for yourself. Yeah, yeah. You, you covered know, about right?
3: everything you can cover <laughs> on that. So uh, for sure. I, I'm glad you brought up Reggie Bush though, man, because I yeah. I feel like uh, So I wear that five. So I started off wearing that five. Really? Yeah, for sure. They won. Okay, so I feel like you're about the age where it's kind of a cutoff. Like, anybody a good bit younger than you, it starts to get to the point of they don't really know how good Reggie Bush was. Exactly. They didn't get to witness it. You know why? Yeah,
2: definitely. I think it's a generation thing, but, like, yeah. I'm definitely in a a cut off because, like, I, I remember Reggie Bush, but I don't
3: remember a whole, whole lot. Yeah. I remember enough to, see, to know he's one of the best backs to play, for sure. At Southern Cal, like, he was good in the NFL, but him in college. Oh, yeah. And that play where he where he took off and then he cut the flip going into the end zone. On the yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think people realize how because you had him and Vince Young on the field at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I Lindale White. I was real young. Lyndale White. So do you rem- do you remember watching the or do you just remember clips from? I just remember clips and
2: kind of yeah. remember that kind of era. I was super super young, but I like, kind of just remember like the hearing the buzz. Kind of that was those are the first guys that college football that I kind of remember like. Yeah. And those
3: names those those are fun times yeah. i feel like
0: the,
2: yeah. the, are you talking about dk you talking
0: about the uh the side where he stops on the sideline y'all remember that i do remember that play uh, i was I, talking I, about the flip the though flip. yeah the flip on there's the so salad. many of them it's like oh, yeah. which, which one of the eight Hi- million
3: plays you mean, that he you you made, highlight yeah it, here's so. a video game like so Easily. crazy good yeah, but Vince I mean. young too being a, oh, yeah. a quarterback did you Vince young well you know um I, I didn't really have
2: quarterback aspirations then, so I was kind of really? on on that Reggie Bush kind of train. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, but kind of, I mean, kind of looking back, like kind of a couple years later, kind of looking at the, the Vince Young era and looking back at his tape, he was a dog too. For sure.
3: So what you're telling us is back then, it was just meant to be for you to end up being <laughs> a running back. I swear because I, I, started, Full circle. I started my career as a running back. I swear to you.
2: Full circle. I, I started as a running back, and so I guess I'm going to, I don't want to say it as a running <laughs> back, but, you know, kind of playing, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, let's ask a, a
0: couple quarterback questions here. I was actually talking to Marcellus Dow the other day, and I said, give me a player on offense that maybe people aren't talking about enough as far as, like, how much he's improved. And his answer is funny. He said Spencer Rattler, oh, actually. Oh, yeah. Is that, you oh, agree?
2: Yeah. A thousand percent. I don't think people, you know, we, we see it every single day because uh, we work with them, but, I mean, I think you see it What I think I want the most improved. But I think he won an MVP, MVP mm-hmm. this spring. Offense, you know? yep. yeah. because he was, I mean, being with him every single day, like, he's transitioned, you know, big time. He's playing more confident, playing with a little bit more swag. Um, all his attributes are starting to go up even more and more and more. And, I mean, I love to see it because you start to see it towards the end of last year, him really starting to get into his groove, him really starting to play like himself. and. I believe Coach, uh, I, we we call him D-Lo, Coach Logans allowing Spencer to play play like himself, you know, allowing him to relax, um, take control of the offense, and you know, kind of be him.
3: Yeah, it, it seems like Coach D-Lo has done a good job of just uh, settling in with all of you. Yeah, letting us play, man. Yeah, yeah he's the new guy. Yeah, but it, it seems like he's done a good job just outside looking in of like bringing in some of the stuff he wants to do. Yeah, but not just reinventing the will. What what have just being in the room, being in the building. What can you tell fans about coach, um, just as a coach and just as a personality, as a person? Yeah, uh, very very laid back kind of guy. Uh, laid back kind of
2: guy, but um, he demands a lot, and I think it's easy to respect him and kind of accept what he demands. Uh, he, he brings a lot of tools to us um, that we you know we appreciate a lot. But you know, uh, he's bringing his style of play, but also allowing us to play freely as well. Kind of bringing his style of play, um, allowing us to adjust to it, but you know, finding out what we're really really good at. Um and letting us run the show. You know what I'm saying? He kind of you know, kind of like I said, put the plays in, but allowing us to run the show um and, and allow Spencer to take over. You know what I'm saying? So
1: to carry on hanging out with us today for the Garnet Trust Hour here on 1075 the game. We'll be back on the other side with more. What we're talking about on 1075 the game. Sponsored by Love Chevrolet. And welcome back into the Garnet Trust Hour here on 1075 the Game. Tyler West and Chris along with today's special guest carry on joiner from the Gamecocks football team and we uh, mentioned uh, Dow Loggins Low as everybody likes to call him now just for the break there and the whole conversation about him coming in as the offensive coordinator has been about streamlining the offense simpli- simplifying things a little bit for for everybody what's that looked like from your perspective so far?
2: Yeah, um, like I said, uh, D-Lo has done a good job of kind of bringing what he has um, and kind of what we already had and kind of joining the two, uh, but definitely finding a, finding an even kill of, you know, finding out what we do well, you know what I'm saying, and kind of harping on that a lot. So he's done a good job of allowing us kind of just, you know, accepting him and him accepting us and kind of um, just allowing us to play.
3: Let's go off the field a little bit here to carry on. It is May. This is like the one month y'all have to kind of reset a little bit yeah, yeah, yeah. mentally, physically. Um, but what does that look like for you personally right now, as far as what you're doing to kind of uh, it reset, like I said, but also keep yourself ready, obviously for June. Yeah, not for sure. Um, the the month is made uh, definitely uh, full full time
2: dad for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, daddy daycare for sure. Uh, in the mor- in the morning time, I try to get up kind of early still and get my rehab and make sure my body is still kind of taken care of. But uh, most of the day, man, I'm being a dad, man.
3: Yeah, I wanted to go that direction anyway. Yeah. So, first of all, congrats to you, <laughs> man. That, man. Yeah, uh yeah, yeah. very happy for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh 2 months old now. Yep, sure enough. What uh what what is that? What is that whole thing been like? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely been um
2: definitely been exciting, man. <laughs> it, it definitely has its days. Um but you know, it's, it's the most beautiful thing in the world, man. I would I wouldn't trade the world for it. Uh, she, she came in my life at a at a perfect time. Um everything happens for a reason, man. I'm I'm grateful to have her by my side, man, because she, she keeps me going every single day. <laughs>
3: You posted that photo on uh, Twitter of um, the fans had, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> sent y'all from y'all's, uh, what do you call it, registry. Oh, yeah, baby
2: registry. Yeah, I was very grateful for everything everyone sent me, man. It was, I'm talking about from my whole door, like, to the top <laughs> of my porch. It was loaded, man. It's definitely, I definitely appreciate that, man. If I, if I haven't told you, thank you, man. I appreciate it so much because... Um, that meant a whole
1: lot to me and my family, for sure. So we had uh, Josh Van in a couple weeks ago, who's yeah. also uh, a dad. Uh, you lean on anybody like him or any other players for advice on uh, the dad life? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, especially whenever I first found out that my little girl was going to be a part of my life. Um, especially
2: when I found out she was a girl, for sure. That's the first person <laughs> I went to. Um, but he, he always gave me, man, good insight, man. It was kind of like how to, being being a dad, that kind of whole insight. And how uh, you can have your days and stuff like that. But definitely having someone to kind of bounce ideas off early on um definitely have benefited me
3: a lot. It's easy to be cynical uh just in the world in general right now, but seeing that picture of just that stack oh, yeah. of gifts oh, yeah. that that was special. Oh, yeah. Like but that was
2: cool. that's what I, I appreciate it so much because you you, you don't see that happen often. Mm. Um and and I've been so grateful for you know what GameCold Nation has, has has done for me, uh, the amount of respect they show me, man, and kind of love they showed me. So I'm definitely appreciative for them. You obviously
0: have aspirations of Going to play in the pros once oh, yeah. your year here is finished, but it, it seems like you've kind of put down some possible long-term roots in Columbia in oh, yeah. this area. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Is that you want to stay here like long-term, probably?
2: Uh, that's kind of a hard question to answer, but you know, I my roots are here, man. Like yeah. you said, I, I've definitely you know grown some roots here and some I would never want to leave forever, man. Um, but definitely kind of staying here, man. I went back home in Charleston for the first time and. I want to say like six months, my first time going back, man. And I was like, dang, man, I kind of think I want to come back home, (laughs) you know, eventually to stay because it's growing so much, man. And I'm like, Mm. you know, home is always home, man. Uh, When when we had Josh
0: in here, like Tyler said, so we were talking about your story about forgetting the diaper for the doctor's appointment. Now, Josh (laughs) said that he had one of his own. They had like packed up to go somewhere and he forgot the pack and play. Oh, man. Which is, that's the problem.
2: And that's, that's, that's probably, that's probably gen the whole thing. She probably would her to look back and play, oh, too. You
0: got to. But, yeah. do you, so, first question, do you have any, like, secret weapons for your daughter that you use? Because we had some raise in mind where, you know, something they need to sleep in or, like, a scheduling thing. Do you have a secret parenting tip slash weapon? And do you have any more updates of things you've forgotten or not done? Well,
2: you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, like, it's going on like two and a half weeks and me kind of just watching her all day, kind of daddy day care thing. So I'm kind of still trying to figure out, like, what's her little tactic. Um, but one thing I do know that, that she loves when I hold her. So that's a good and a bad thing. Like, sometimes I can't put her down because she always <laughs> wants me to hold her. But, like, I was I also telling Chris earlier, I was like, man, she, she's a girl. She, she's definitely a daddy's girl. She doesn't want me. She always want to look at my face throughout the day. She don't nap. You know, she's always looking at me and want to be up with me. So, um, but, yeah, that's about it. man. Hey, has it been what you expected? It definitely has been. You know, people always say about the beautiful things of, you know, being a parent, but no one kind of speaks on the hard things. (laughs) It's hard, too. It's really, really hard, too. Um, No one ever told me about how hard it was.
3: But, yeah, it's definitely hard. But, I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah, you've been on quite a journey at South Carolina, man. Um, (laughs) Did you – I don't know why I just thought about this, but did you ever think when you signed with Carolina that you'd be signing 300 Mayo bottles? (laughs) Not a chance. Not not a
2: chance at all, man. I kind (laughs) of – People always remind me, like, every other day I get reminded of the Mayo Bowl and kind of just that that whole experience, man, and, and that era that we went through for a
3: little while. Um, definitely, that was definitely an era, man. No doubt. How, how early or how much prior to the game did you know you were starting at quarterback or that you were going to play a huge oh, role of quarterback? What
2: is it? Uh, we played Clemson that week, and we had, like, a week off. Like the first, the, the second week of December, first the end of the first week of December, mm. I knew it was going to go on. Um, I'm glad we kind of kept it under wraps. I'm surprised that you know <laughs> nowadays we can't keep nothing, to, nothing to secret now. <laughs> but we kept it under wraps. But I kind of knew what I was going to do. Like I already knew it. The world just didn't know. In my head, I knew what I was going to do. Yeah, North Carolina no. was obviously completely oh,
1: yeah. unprepared. Oh, I was going to say you can't keep things under wraps now because it's their job to pry that information well, out that's of y'all.
3: Well, no, no, no. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I mean, I. I'm not just saying this. I knew you were playing quarterback that week. For real? But I, no, I I knew 100% that if I tweeted that or put it on the internet, Beamer was going to be ticked. Oh, yeah, <laughs> So percent, yeah. people don't realize, yeah. yeah, some media people will just throw whatever out there. Yeah. But also for your long-term health of, <laughs> not physical health, but your long-term health in the media world, yeah. <laughs> not ticking a coach off. Will save you a little bit. Will save you oh, yeah. a lot down the road so another question that came
0: in this one from twitter from cocky faithful the carolina faithful what moment are you most proud
2: of while being at usc is it is it that bowl game or is it something else um yeah man i, I guess i gotta go bowl game i mean that's that's without a doubt uh, i want to uh, the second favorite uh georgia 2019 on my first experience but oh, yeah. number one i gotta i gotta go do mail bowl man that's <laughs> That was like my dream come true. Um, that that's what God was preparing me for my whole my whole entire career here, all ups and downs. But God allowed the the world
3: to, to see who I was that day, man. And you know everything happens for a reason. We got a uh, tweet here I wanted to share from uh, Jay Fru, Cocky Texan, seventy seven. He said, "Can we go ahead and give DK the key to the state? <laughs> what a great ambassador and representative of Gamecock Nation and Gamecock Athletics. First ballot." hall of famer here and in the book of life so man, that's big wow oh, wow i guess that's that's a hell of special love.
2: words yeah not for sure man shout out to him and i appreciate that that's that's definitely a a huge compliment very compliment man. yeah for sure i appreciate that the man. book of life uh, off of
1: off of that given that you've been here for so long you've literally done everything that's been asked of you you're going to be a beloved figure from this fan base forever no matter what you do after your time at south carolina like yeah, When do you, do you realize that? When did that kind of set in for you that like, man, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a name that people are going to know for a long time around here. Honestly,
2: like me just kind of being who I am and kind of how humble, I just naturally am like, I kind of still like, I don't know, man, I still don't kind of think, I don't even think of myself like that, but you know, I kind of get reminded every single day, man. And it's, it's never a dull moment, man. And people constantly remind me, um, that still really hasn't hit me yet, to be honest um but the more i go out man the more love people show i
1: can, it kind of starts to hit me man but yeah all right hit one more break come back and wrap up today's edition of the garnet trust hour with to Carry on Joiner here on 1075 the game it's the garnet trust hour on your home of the gamecocks
2: 1075
1: the game and welcome back into the garnet trust hour here on 1075 the game Tyler West and Chris and today's special guest Carry on Joiner hanging out with us for a few more minutes here, and to carry on, we a uh, staple of the Garnet Trust Hour is always asking our guests about their food preferences. Oh. So if you're not having to worry about your diet for football or anything like that, what is your go-to meal that you're going to eat?
2: I ain't going to lie. I'm, I'm going to go right down the street to Longhorns. I got this whole – I eat it sometimes. Now I, I get the spicy chicken bites for mm-hmm. appetizer. Uh, and I and I go chop steak with with uh, loaded mashed potatoes, man. I ain't gonna lie, to that or I go to Wayback Burger on a uh, Sunset okay. Boulevard in Lexington. Pretty those, solid. Those are my two
3: spots. Do you um do you eat pretty pretty clean? Otherwise, or are you one of those guys that can kind of just eat I, whatever I, you want? I try to.
2: I ain't gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of like fifty fifty. I ain't gonna lie. Um, yeah. I'm I'm starting now to get into the trying to get into the more clean. Um aspect of eating and my nutrition and stuff like that kind of just so i can take care of my body more i think that's that's a big thing on that too um so i'm I'm starting to get into that eating more clean um it's it's hard it it is um i feel like when i eat when i eat healthy bro i don't i don't get full i still be home yeah that's a bad thing (laughs) yeah Yeah, so yeah
0: so more questions from gamecockcentral.com the insiders forum Here's one that's kind of a honest, maybe a little bit hard question, but you've talked about this in the past, so I'm going to ask it. First of all, it says, uh, We appreciate you as a player, student, man. Thank you for what you've done for us. Why have you stuck with Carolina with the lack of playing time throughout your career? And so you can loop into that, like, right, the position changes. Yeah. A lot of it's, – it's always – it's a conversation every year. Wes and I always field questions about it pretty much every week of the season. Why isn't he carry on playing more quarterback? Why isn't he playing more of this? But you you have stuck it out now for year six. So why is that?
2: Yeah, honestly, I don't know, man. Like, I <laughs> guess, I guess since day one, you know, my granddad and my dad always taught me, you know, you know you always finish what you started. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I kind of leaned on that. And I don't know. You know, God is always, I'm a praying man, man. And God is always, just. I don't know, he always tells me stay around. You know, yeah. there's always bigger and better things. Uh, coming for me, uh, which I'm super, super grateful for, man, and God has done just that. Um, You know, every single year I kind of, you know, deal with that. You know, coaches not really really knowing how to use me. I think think that's been my biggest thing in my career, uh, not knowing how to use me properly. Um, I think that's the default that I've, you know, I've kind of failed, not failed from, but kind of have problems with. um, But coaches not being able to know how to use me, my skill set. What do you have in store for us for this season? (laughs) You know, uh, how I feel a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? My last year. Um this is the, this is the most healthy I've I've ever been in since like I feel like 20, 2019, for real, man. So God has has blessed me right now and and I know I got a lot of, God got a lot of things in store for me this upcoming season and I'm looking forward to it. I
3: was about to say, so this this is it. Yeah, no, this is no, it. No more eligibility after yeah,
2: that, right? I, I was telling uh A B I'm uh, uh, Marion Brown about <laughs> it. I was like, Boy this is it, boy, this ain't is no more after this, man. <laughs> so I was talking to my mom also. It's my last, like, seven, eight months in Columbia, man, and, you know, I- I'm taking it all
1: in right now. It's kind of bittersweet, man. You know my time coming to an end, but. Uh, given the fact that you came in, what, in 2018? Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's been a lot of turnover in the program itself, but what's the biggest difference of where you were when you came here and where you are now? Uh, me personally? Um, whew.
2: Uh... Mm-hmm. I mean, I I would have to go, you know, my mental aspect, my, my growth as a man, my growth as a young man, how much I've, you know, grown so much uh, mentally, you know what I'm saying? Being able to, how how, to, how how adversity has changed me and shaped me into the man that I am today. Um, I've, I've always been a wise guy. Shout out to my mother and my family for instilling that to me. But, you know, kind of just my growth as a man um, throughout these years has, has definitely surprised me. Let's ask you about some of your teammates uh, yeah, yeah. before before we let you go. So, um,
0: one of the other questions from the Insiders Forum from Birdie. Coming out of the spring, is there anyone on the team that may surprise us this fall? Maybe somebody that's uh, not being talked about quite as much.
2: Um, I guess this is not cliche to say, but I won't speak on him too much. Spencer Rattler, I think, is going to surprise a lot of yeah. people this year. Um, besides that, TJ Sanders. I don't think mm-hmm. nobody's talking about him right now. But boy, 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 I've dealt <laughs> with him every single day. Um, I think T.J. Sanders is going to surprise a lot of people, man. Um, his his playing style, his aggressiveness, how good he is, how much he's developed over these last um, couple months, man. But T.J. Sanders is a, is a name that no one's talking about right now.
3: And uh, how, how has pass pro been playing yeah. running back? I mean, at quarterback, they don't ask you to block <laughs> T.J. Sanders. No, so. <laughs> <Nah. laughs> <laughs> definitely not, man. But, you know,
2: from from a pass pro standpoint, from a mental aspect, it, it's been smooth, you know, kind of mm-hmm. because uh, I've been in quarterback, so I can understand it. Um, The physicality of it, uh, I mean, I, I thought that was going to be my biggest, like mm. that was my biggest worry, not even going to lie, that in the physical aspect of running back, but that's not even a worry anymore. Um, I'm physically, I physically can do it. You know, I don't know how, just naturally <laughs> being able to do it. Um, But it's been smooth, man. So you
0: mentioned A.B. earlier. He is, we thought, the fastest guy on the team, and maybe you'll say he still is, but he, he had the race with Nikki, Who is the fastest guy on the team? Even if it's not one of those two, that's another question from the insiders forum. If
2: not those two, Xavier Get. Yeah, yeah, I think, and I even, I think they might be the fastest on the team. To be real, we gotta have a race. That's my, that's my, yeah. But before Nick Harper get here, we gotta have a race. right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it depends on the distance with Nick. That is true. so. Yeah, so yeah, if, yeah, if you're yeah, going, yeah, yeah, yeah. if
0: you're going, um, sixty meters, or if you're going hundred yards against Nick, you might as well just have a seat. You're, yeah. you're not gonna win. But yeah. a
2: forty, I like Xavier Leggett. Did you see the video? Um, AB and Nick? Yeah. Yeah, i seen it. I think AB had on sweats, too, right? I think AB had on sweats. I don't Does know. Does that I, matter, you think? I th- yeah, it matters. Okay. okay. Yeah, because okay. that, j- just, just, just a, that little bit he <laughs> lost. That's at least a, and a some short. A oh yeah, second right sure. There. Yeah, Nick, Nick is faster. Shout out to Nick. But I think AB, man. AB had the fastest GPS record. I mean, that's was a miles per hour whatever. And it was yeah. 20, 23 miles per hour. Sure. anybody nobody hit that. So until someone else is 23, then AB, my fastest guy. God, that's a good point. That's in that's in pads?
0: Uh or was that just like out there running nah, on training. training. Okay. Well still, yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. That's yeah, God, you gotta
3: downplay twenty three miles an hour, Chris. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah, <Right>. Whatever.
0: <laughs> nah, nah, that's still great. <laughs> what about strongest guy on the team? That can be weight room or just like on the field, like just
2: looks super strong. who look super strong, pup Howard. Pop been <laughs> um. like me every five years. That boy <laughs> pup Howard, he I mean, from what I've seen, he's strong too. Um we got a lot of strong guys, man. Got some old linemen. Got like Jalen Nichols and those guys. Um I like Popeye, man. It's Just the way he looks, man. And he's strong too. Let me ask you about
0: another quarterback because you've been talking about Spencer, rightfully so. But you're one of the best quarterbacks we've seen come out of this state. But th- there's another one that just came out that's now a game Gamecock, Lenora Sellers. Th- give us give us some insight on his game.
2: Yeah, that the boy Lenora. He he gonna be the truth, man. I ain't gonna lie. Um, uh, I don't want to put that high ceiling on him right <laughs> right now, but from what I've seen, man, he got all the attributes to be to be a great quarterback here, man. And especially his style of play with guys you have seeing, the, the most paid guys in the league right now, and mm-hmm. their athletic ability, that he has all those twos, all those intangibles, uh, panel would be a great one. How quickly did
3: you kind of wreck it? Was it pretty obvious off the bat? Oh, the yeah, North? yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, you know, day one I seen it. You know what I'm saying? But also, like, seeing his development in 15
1: practices um, shows his growth and how good he can be. And off of that, given the fact that obviously Spencer's going to be a starter this year, how important is it him for Lenoris to not be expected to be like a freshman starter? He's going to have time to develop and sit and learn and maybe end up being the starter in his sophomore year or something yeah, like no, that. Yeah, for sure. And that's what
2: I told him. man. I'm like, man, take this year to you know, compete. You know, compete and learn. You know what I'm saying? But take this, take this, take you know, this season to learning the guy that's gonna be NFL uh, NFL quarterback next year, take it and just, you know, soak as much up from him as possible. And, you know, he leans on me a lot too for a lot of insight and stuff like that. So me and him mean, we were kinda of locker buddies too. So he leans on me a lot and, you know, just kinda of taking taking everything, man. So I try to tell him. So I remember being I, I went to a few
0: of your games at Fort D in high school. Like I remember one against Dutch Fork where y'all mm-hmm. won. Yeah. Defense played great that night too oh, yeah, Dutch yeah, for Fork. Sure. Um but you've gotten a lot bigger since then, like oh, yeah. just filled out, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um. So where are you at right now? That's several people actually asked that. What's your weight right now? And do you, what's your target
2: weight for the season? Like, do you feel like you need to gain a little bit more at running back? No, nah, I'm good right now. Yeah. Um, I think bowl game I played at like, uh, like two eleven, two twelve. Mm-hmm. I played a bowl game. I'm two twenty two right now. Um, a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't think that. People think I'm smiling than I am. But yeah, I'm I'm two twenty two right now. Um, I don't want to drop below 220. Um, so 220 is my goal weight for the year.
1: All right. Well, we thank you so much for joining us today to carry on. And we certainly wish you and your teammates best of luck in this upcoming season. We're excited to see what happens. And uh, thanks so much for hanging out with us Appreciate for a little you, bit. Man. Thank you so much. All right. That'll do it for today's edition of the Garden Trust Hour. Coming up next is the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour presented by Firehouse Subs on 107.5 The Game.